Evan can't be here to do our bump for this episode, so instead I'll have a conversation between myself and Evan. Hey, Evan, how are you? Mumble, 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 mumble. What's that, Evan? We can't hear you. Mumble, 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 mumble. Well, I got something to say. 25th of December today. I hope that pops up on there. <laughs> so good. Wow, I didn't know it gave you that heads it, up. I, I didn't know either. Uh, hey, guys, this uh, is uh, EDH yeah. Wrecked. You're listening to us record for the umpteenth time in the last two years on uh, on, on Zoom. Zoom. Which now tells you you're being recorded. You are being recorded, it says. <laughs> so that kind of so, freaked us out. Uh, yeah. Welcome, though. Yeah, it's, this is a good... Um, I've been telling people it feels a bit like March 2020, so we might as well do another Zoom cast. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. End the like year March on a positive. Uh, the yeah, highest case that's... counts ever in our province by a huge margin. <laughs> by like triple. <laughs> At least. Um, the uh, the idea floating around in the communities about the fact that everyone will inevitably get Omicron. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a good time. I heard it's not confirmed that it'll give you immunity to Delta, though. It's not. So, so I feel it's... <laughs> Let's stop those stupid rumors, too. Everything's hopeless, so instead, (laughs) we'll talk about magic. We're going to do our, uh, whatever episode this is, we're going to do our year in review. I think it's 80. We will will hopefully remember to post this before the end of the year. Did we hit 80? Uh, I don't don't think so. I think it's episode 80. Okay. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think it's episode 80. I'm going to look. I'm gonna look. Okay, I I can't because you tell me my typing's too loud on this. You keep you keep talking. You keep talking. Uh, So like last year, uh, where we uh, we we're gonna pick cards that came out this year and talk about uh, I guess our version of what's best and worst. It's episode seventy nine. There we go. Uh, So yeah, best I think is pretty clear. Um, it's like we're going to go through like colors and commanders and uh, mm, different yeah, things like yeah. that of what's yep. best. Uh, worst, just like last year, will be a little subjective. Um, I, yes. I think I talked about how I think I, I, I played most of the cards I picked as the worst. Um, I sort of did worst, not as the worst card, because then it would just be some generic vanilla common that no one cares about, but sort of like the worst in sort of like design philosophy or of what it sort of encourages in play. Um, and then I find I play the card anyway, but it can still be the worst. Um because like I believe I put Underworld Breach on the worst because that's probably a bad direction to go. Uh it's still a really good card. Yeah, you still run it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I know. I, I, I know, I know a, your hypocrisy. All right. I, I know, know it. I now have an opposition agent. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go through that and then we're going to talk about the uh, the worst reprint or the best reprint. Sorry. Um, yeah, and I think, that came I think out. we're going to do best set, worst set. Yeah. So just to recap for everyone, though, we're not counting any of the secret layers because uh, that's all bullshit. I, I debated telling you that we should have done a breast and worst secret layer, but that could be its own uh, the, episode. The best secret layer is the Praetors, and the worst yeah. one is all the rest. Um, <laughs> actually, Bob Ross fair. is great, too. There's only was two that this year? Or was yeah, that it was, late... it was Christmas last year. It didn't come wow, out. Wow, that's not I this year, I then. Get it. I didn't get it till after Christmas, though. 
Oh, wow. Get shipped yeah, until after. Um, that's how Secret Layer goes. So, yeah. So there were five uh, standard legal sets. And then there were two reprint sets, essentially, <laughs> or like e- eternal sets, I suppose. Uh, yeah, there was lots. Uh, the there was lots with, of magic this year. Yeah, there were seven sets, seven full sets that came out. So we Kaldheim started with Keldheim, yep. which you predicted no one would really care about in a year. And uh, I kind of was right. Yeah, I feel like people don't talk about it too much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then there was Strixhaven. Yeah. And there was D&D. Yes. And then there was yeah. the two the two werewolf vampire. The and then for sets. the for the reprints, we had the Times Spoilers, Spiral Remastered. Spoilers, the good sets were at the end. Yes. Uh, I forgot about Times Spiral Remastered. It, everyone did. And then, because it was bad. And then we had uh, Modern Horizons 2. Which was actually good. Yeah. I mean, we'll cover that. So those were the seven core sets that came out. There was Commander products thrown around within those. Although I, oddly enough, even though this is a podcast about Commander, I didn't focus too much on the Commander product. I did focus uh, mostly on set product. When I look up spoilers, uh, they weren't listed. So unless I could think of a card, I didn't really care because I didn't want to go we didn't through the whole have, deck list to find out. We didn't have those uh, hard hitting commander cards like the last few. Like, like we didn't have like a Teferi's protection. We didn't like Ink Shield. I think came out this year. That might have been one of the best. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so there was well, no I free think, spells. We didn't get fierce guardianship style spells in this commander. Well, set. In, in general, I think uh, this is going to be a, uh, in my opinion, a better review than last year because I think Magic listened and toned it back uh, and made things like good, but not like game breaking. Yeah. There was a Whereas lot of la- last year. There was a lot of problematic cards printed. Commander Legends alone accounted for almost every problematic card, though. Like that set, <laughs> yeah. as fun as it was, and I opened two boxes of it, and I love almost every card I pulled. That set's a problematic set. Yeah, but so yeah. was um, so was like Theros. Yeah, it was just full I of guess. bombs. Um, but they were just creature bombs. And like and like Oko was last or was just before last no year. No one plays Oko but, anymore. No one plays. No, anymore. but like there were, this year has been fairly quiet. There haven't yes. been yeah, I see what you're giant saying. cards yeah. destroying the format. Um, not our format good. anyway. Not and our so, format. Um once they got rid of Golos, the format settled down slightly. Fuck, I hate, still hate that band. <laughs> um, so. Um, so so but that's what I mean by my like my worst aren't as bad as last year because mm. I feel like magic wasn't trying to print the strongest cards ever this year, which is oh. good uh, yes. because it makes the formats healthier. And I would like to point out to all the listeners who uh, who may be tuning in that that uh, Evan told me right before we started that he is having some whiskey. Cheers. So yeah. if he goes off the rails, we know why. Because Evan's tolerance is I, about a sniff of whiskey. Or if I just start coughing, it's because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I drank too much. Um, so, so let's jump right into it then. What color do you want to start with, Evan? We'll go best uh, of first. Best of colors. I, I started at white, and I think I did Wooburg, but... Uh, okay, let's do Wooburg then. If the whiskey hits hard enough, it'll be in a different order. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll, you can start with white. What was your best white card? My best card was Vanquish the Hordes from... The board wipe. Hunt, I believe. The, the eight-drop board wipe, mm. because it costs one less for each creature. Uh, destroy all creatures, six white, white. Uh, so it's basically Blasphemous Act for uh, white. Uh, I think this card's awesome. I picked it up. I picked up, I think, two copies of it as soon as it came out because it was like two bucks. Um, it's mostly just white, white, destroy all creatures, mm. uh, which which is just, it's just good in everything that you need a board wipe in. It's nothing like fancy or flashy. Uh, it's just a very efficient card, in my opinion. 
Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, uh, anytime they print a new board wipe, uh, White's gotten some really efficient board wipes. I mean, Doomscar was efficient this year too. Yeah, you, that, you that, foretell I mean, that. It, that's you a started sweet with board that wipe. one. I was like, that's that a sweet card. Right out the gate, yeah. I was like, I was like, this is even better than. Yeah, Doomscar. and then we got this. I mean, White has really stepped up its removal game. This I liked. This uh, I liked Cleansing Nova from I think last year. Cleansing Nova is uh, a very old card, though. Yeah, but. Like, I don't know. A super I got old in card. Set last year. Really, really old card. Um, catastrophe. Catastrophe. <laughs> I really like Wrath of God that got printed this year. Uh, I don't yeah, know what yeah, the last it was in, of it was. In, it so, was in uh, Double Masters. I yeah, think it was a new, yeah. I think it was a new card, though. New board wipe, Wrath of God. Um, yeah, no. Uh, the Vanquish the Hordes definitely. I mean, we pitched it, and then we, our city sold out like within days i went down to get one like three oh, days yeah. later and it was completely sold out across the city everyone's like forgotten because everyone's too busy trying to play cdh <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much um no i can agree with that that was a great that was a great great card for white it, it's probably the best card that depicts odric printed this year that's true that <laughs> that's true, that's true. shots fired uh, Odric, i i uh, jesus um worst card uh, what was? Do you have a best? Oh, or do you want do both of mine? Okay, first? no, no, that's fine. Uh, my I we best... should stay on yours. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My best card, uh, printed. I, I had a very difficult time deciding, uh, which one to pick. We, uh, <laughs> of course, I'm having drinks. This is this is our podcast. Um, there was three that I had See, to I toss around. To, I didn't have to drive to your place to record. So yeah, so now you can just be the lush that you always should be. Um. <laughs> There was three that I was tossing around uh, the idea of which one I would pick. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I had to go with uh, Esper Sentinel. Oh, man, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. I also own two of that. So, <laughs> so I was actually, I was right on board with, because you said uh, Vanquish the Hordes, I was going to pick Faith, Faithful Absence which is a really good removal piece for white. But I mean, Esper Sentinel just brings yeah, yeah, so much to the yeah. table on turn one for white. It gives you oh, the, yeah. even if it gets killed, uh, you probably get a few turns in where you're going to draw a card. You know, you're going to, oh. you it, yeah. and, and then late game, no one's going to kill it unless they board wipe. No one's going to aim at a one, one, like no one cares. No, but one. also it's based on its power. So mm -hmm. like if you have any sort of buff, it becomes, well, that's why it's in my LS1 deck. Yeah, because then it's a 3-3, three, three and like yeah. no one's paying three. And no one, I mean, and like I said, there's a very specific window of time in a game where someone will legitimately kill an Esper Sentinel because it's only drawing you one card a turn, and you're in white. So there's always that element of people being like, ah, <laughs> yeah, let's just, I mean, let's just. Ah, he, need, he needs mean, the help. He needs the help, right? So, so unless it's like early mid game, like turn four or five, an Esper Sentinel can usually slide out for at least a few turns before people are like, you've gotten enough out of that. We're getting rid of that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fairly fair because killing a creature isn't exactly difficult. So like it's, no, it's, it's a, no, it's a exactly. good balanced card. It only draws you one. It's only on like non creatures. Uh, it's got that scale up, which makes it a little bit better, but uh, no, I think it's, that's, it's, well, see, my worst is like their first attempt at card draw in white, uh, because apparently they didn't talk to the Modern Horizons people who had figured out an actual decent card draw in white. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a, I had a very oddly enough, we spoke about this right before recording this too. Like the the last two sets, the Innistrad sets, you said, you know, surprise, surprise, they were spot on. There's a, there's, oh yeah, you could pick 
any card, any any single color could have the best of from those two sets for the whole year. If you yeah. you could justify, it. you could justify every color came out with a ball or card in these in these two sets. Out of the yeah, other five, a, a couple of my worst are in there, but they're for oh my worst purposes, those but... my worst white ones in here. Don't you worry, but uh, <laughs> okay, but yeah. So the uh, but but like they were so well put together. I think like because welcoming vampire was going to be my choice, and then I remembered Esper Sentinels just better. So I was like, yeah. Oh, welcoming vampire. That's also well, that's, a very good card. Yeah, they, they did a lot to try to get uh, card drawn white. Uh, I think like whatever Sigarda's whatever is uh, too clunky. The one where you have to like more life. Yeah, that was on my um, list of like worst card because it is yeah. just super well, clunky. Like it's just my, really my worst is people probably guessed is the worst of the worst, which is secret rendezvous. Uh, you and target opponent each draw three cards. Uh, I'm using this as a reference to when people don't pay for uh, like a Ristic study or Esper Sentinel of like, because I've seen people be like, oh, I'll do this. And it's like, you know, if you played Secret Rendezvous and made people draw a bunch of cards, you would be like, this card's terrible. But here you are making everyone draw cards. Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but um, no one, I, I once on uh, Arena had someone play this against me and immediately I was like, well, I just win on my next turn. I used to run it when it first <laughs> dropped. Um, I, I for Esper Sentinel because it yeah. looked okay, and now well, it's and like... and it was it was a, a one shot draw three kind of effect, right? Like Esper Sentinel could draw heat. That thing's just gonna get you three cards, but you also yeah. give someone else three cards. In Commander, though, it's a bit easier. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't do it on fucking Arena. That's crazy. But like <laughs> it was, it was yeah, like Commander, though. You know, you you pick whoever's down, and you say sure. you, you draw mean, three cards. You know, I is there a Rakdos of... player at the board? You draw three cards. You know, I play Lord of Treasurehorn. Sometimes it's hard enough to pick someone to draw two, let alone yeah, exactly, three, but... exactly. But but it, uh, unfortunately, your general has to do that. Yeah, I can agree with that being one of the worst cards in white. Yeah. Because uh, I said Esper Sentinel came out, and you're like, wow, okay, this is way better than this. Half-assed yeah. attempt to make white have card draw. Um, my worst white card is again really difficult decision, but oddly enough, they came from the two the midnight and crimson vow. Uh, it was Sigarda Splendor and a wedding announcement. But I went with Sigarda Splendor <laughs> because I, I hate cards that say note something. Uh, oh, that, that's Sigarda the Splendor one, right? is the enchantment, yeah. the four drop enchantment that says, as it enters the battlefield, <laughs> note your life total, go to hell. Load. I'm not playing that <laughs> stupid card. Uh, I'm not even going to read the rest of it. It also attempted to give you card drop, but it doesn't yeah, matter. It's, it's terrible. Um, it's so clunky. And exactly. All the life, all the noted life total ones, except for Eternity Vessel, are extremely clunky. Well, because at least that one just put counter on it, and you just you just immediately go back to that. There's nothing else that happens. It's just yeah. landfall. Yeah. Go back to that number over and over. Like this one's like, I hope they upkeep draw a card if your life total is greater than or equal to the last noted life total for this card is eight. Then note your new life total. Whenever you cast a white spell, you gain one life. It's like what the fuck is wrong? I hope they uh, oracle text uh, eternity vessel to say when it comes to play, note your life total. <laughs> wait, <laughs> no wait, more, no more wait. <laughs> Eternity vessel. They did not do that. Did they? That'd be awesome if they did. Because I'm pretty sure someone can take all the. Uh, no, it comes into the... play with X charge counters on it, so you can you yeah, can proliferate if, it, and you can hex vampire hex mage. If someone vampire hex mages it, and then you play a land, I think you go to zero no, no, life. You, and die. you do it. You do it in response to the landfall trigger, and you kill them right then and there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yep. I, I, I believe you can May, do that. But... It's not. Oh no, you may have your life total. It oh, is. Okay. So well. You can get around you have to control it. their. You have to control their turn. 
<laughs> play a land. Play Get a rid land. of there. You, go. you just have to run Emrakul <laughs> and you're 99. Um, Perfect. yeah. So Cigar does aid, uh, barely beat our Cigar does aid. No, that's a really good card. Uh, Cigar does, uh, Cigar does uh, Splendor barely beat out Wedding Announcement uh, for right. worst white card because Wedding Announcement is also really, really bad. Like, really it's, bad. It's so bad. It's such right, a bad uh, card. You want to talk about blue? Yeah, sure. Let's go with blue. I'll start with blue there. My, my guess is my best is the same as yours, but we'll find out. Mm, my best blue card is a common. Then no, mine's a mythic. <laughs> uh, my best blue card was a card that doesn't see a lot of play, but I think it was an awesome addition to blue, and that is Ravenclaw. Oh, the XL gives them a 1-1? One, one. Yep, I think that's great. Yeah, Exile an artifact or creature, is it? Yeah. Raven form? Raven form. Yeah, it, uh, it's always been, since they announced it, Exile target cre- artifact or creature, its controller creates a 1-1 one, one blue bird token with flying and it has foretell, which is, I just like foretell as well. It's a very um, good mechanic. It's a really cool mechanic and I hope it keeps coming back, but uh, the foretell cost is one, so it's a three drop, but if you foretell it so you cast it next turn, it's one. You just, you're, you're, yeah. you're sorcery speed uh, pathing something, you know? Yeah, it's a little more about ba- it's it's like like Pognify is like the classic one, which is destroy. Yeah. This is exile, but it's not at instant speed. A flyer is probably better than a three three on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I I there was there was a whole bunch of blue cards here. Uh, I mean, uh, the new what's that hull horror breacher thingy that came out that seven yeah, yeah. seven hilariously yeah. clunky, but I think it's great. <laughs> um, yeah. But I had to go with that because I think it's an underplayed card, and I also think it adds something to blue that blue needed was more removal. Yeah, like more actual removal. I'd like to see them shift from from being so counter heavy to like, you know, be more. Yeah. Except except counters with the ability to remove this might be too powerful. But um, do you know that uh, blue's getting vigilance upcoming now? Oh, really? Um, Is it in? Is it in the? it hasn't come out in a set yet, but Rosewater's talked about how like the designers basically said blue has problems and apparently suggested vigilance. Uh, adding that into the color pie would help, no. but uh, he's long talked about how it hasn't actually appeared in a set yet. So I don't know what set it's going to have, uh-huh. or I guess it, I don't know, it allows you to block. I don't, I don't, I guess it's probably so the blue can actually attack instead of being <laughs> So it could turn sideways. Uh, well, no, because they have vigilance. <laughs> what is your favorite blue card? Uh, mine is. I assumed you would have picked it. Uh, Necro Duality. A great uh, card. I do. Or... I like that card. Uh, so one super powerful card to make non-token zombies because you beat me with it in like the last game we played. Uh, I also like that it's a blue card. So in a couple years from now, new players are gonna get really pissed off. They can't put it in their black zombie deck. Yes. Yeah. But it <laughs> seems. I, I don't know if we're ever gonna go back to a point where black will be the zombie color anymore. No, and that's probably. Fair, I think they like... have established that Dimir is now zombie. Well, that's good because we've long talked about how Demir's needed some help. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, uh, just super powerful. Uh, it, it's you know, it's it's good. It's narrow, so it's not yeah. broken. For those who um, don't know it, it's the blue enchantment for four that says whenever a zombie enters the battlefield, create a token copy of that zombie of, of yeah, yours well, under your control. Zombie. A non-token zombie enters the battlefield, create a token of that creature. Yeah. And Evan's talking about when I was stuck on four mana in a tournament. And I played that stupid, um, what's that one that lowers uh, the the war chief, the zombie chief? Yeah. It gives all zombies plus two, plus one, and lowers their cost by one, and then just rolled the table with four mana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, yeah, it's it's a really powerful card. That was on my list. Um, but like blue mythics, it kind of feels like a cheat to pick them because they're almost wow, always yeah. like exceptional. <laughs> like, like there's very few times where I'm like that blue mythic really sucks. Like you know that that nine drop from last year might have been the worst, the only one, and even I found a way to play that. So. We can't all be winners, but blue usually tries to have the blue winner. gives it a shot. Blue, blue, blue certainly pushes that to the limit. <laughs> they can't white, all be winners. White's uh, list of bad mythics is probably much higher than blues. <laughs> I'd say white and red probably are, are topping it this year. Yeah. All right. Um, worst blue. Uh, worst blue card, in my opinion. Um, this was another tough one because there was a there was a fair bit of um, mine. Mine's a bit of a cheat. I couldn't really think of one. So mine is also only the worst blue solely for its name. Okay. And again, it's a common. <laughs> I told you that you weren't supposed to just pick terrible commons. Let's find so out what it is. It's, and it's only for the name. It's Behold the Multiverse. Oh, yeah. Sure. Which is so scry, like two, and scry, scry two yeah. cards. Its name is Behold the Multiverse. We've got to get that Marvel <laughs> IP in there. <laughs> it's like... Is the multiverse drawing two cards and scrying two for four? I don't think that's beholding the multiverse. It's I think knowledge. that's 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 pretty crappy for beholding the multiverse. Uh, it's a fine card. I've seen it played. Uh, I just hate the fact that that is a powerful sounding name and it's just a trash <laughs> it's card a ter- comparatively. It's like a, it's a common. Yeah. Like why did you give that name Bra- to that? Brainstorm you know? is a better card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like ponder is a better S- card. Serum serum visions, which doesn't yeah, even make any yeah. sense. <laughs> exactly. Impulse. Like, that doesn't make yeah. sense either. But no. Uh, if fair. I went with a real card though, it probably would be Alrun's Epiphany because I don't like extra turns. Uh, I almost picked that for the same reason, but I thought eh, at least it gives you two birds, so maybe you can win the game. <laughs> yeah, they were both I, from I the same most. set too. Cal, actually, all of my blue choices were from Calton. Uh, I thought you were gonna pick uh, like was it Leard Drowned Disciple? I actually I really like that card. Yeah, you came around on it. I yeah. never played against it. But... Uh, one of our friends in our play group has it, and uh, it's super fun to play against because if you're not on blue, you're just laughing because you get to do whatever you want too. Well, that's what I argued when it came out. Was like, I mean, it's good, but playing a blue deck that can't counter anything is a, a you know, a relief. Yeah, yeah, and like it's it's a cool way to envision a blue deck because you're not running any counters. Like you can build the whole yeah. deck without a counter, which means that you you get to use a bunch of blue. Again, Raven form kicks back. I was gonna to say it. you better have Raven form. Then. Yeah, where you can run cards like that with no fear of wondering if you have to take out a counter spell for it. Yeah, you know? true. Uh, what was yours? Uh, all right. So mine is uh, a card I recently got, uh, Jeez, and it's, of course it's it maybe it's it's one you mentioned. Um, it's it's maybe not the worst card, but I envision playing against it against an actual good deck and hating it. Uh, and it's it's Hall Breaker, Breaker Horror. Uh, really so good card. <laughs> it's a really seven, good card. <laughs> the seven drop seven eight flash can't be countered. Whenever you cast a spell, choose one. Return up to one, sorry. Return target spell you don't control to its owner's hand. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. So I can imagine a deck that can just, like, you cast something and they go brainstorm, return that spell to your hand. Yeah, yeah, it's the spell uh, part is, that's really is awesome. It's going to absolutely crush you. Now, maybe at seven it's not too bad, but uh, this card has me worried. I have one for janky blue deck. Uh, I haven't played with it yet. But, I have um, one in Jenga Taxes at the moment. But I said, I'm a little worried that this card is actually unbelievably powerful oh. and just uh, so as, an, as an FYI, my deck is my decks now stand at all Phyrexians except the two vampires and Zada. 
I've built yes. every deck Phyrexian. I'm going to keep the two married vampires, Edgar and uh, and Olivia, Olivia. And I'm going to keep Zada, obviously, but all the other decks have been replaced by Phyrexians. Nice. For now, at least. Pretty excited. I think it's going to stay for a bit. I like the idea of it. Um, anyway, so blue, blue came out the gate hard, as it always does every year. White uh actually came out really hard this year too like it was a it was a big year for white it's it's been a good year for most colors i think i we'll we'll get into that most, most, <laughs> most, okay? uh all right let's move a, on to a certain uh, favorite color of mine maybe didn't come out very well yeah i was gonna say it had some good ones but uh i think it was early on um so move on to the next color yeah, black, I believe. Over, yeah. uh, oh, no. See, I've got two possibilities for best, depending on what you mention. Okay, so you want me to start? Yeah. All right, I'll start. Uh, I'm pretty sure my first one's the one you're going to pick, but maybe you'll be wrong. Meat Hook Massacre. That's what I assumed. Okay. So Meat Hook Massacre <laughs> so, so is... So I'll say my other one. Hands down, I think, the best black card they printed all year. I don't know if there's a better yeah, a better card. It's probably up there for best card printed all yeah, year. Yeah, it might. it's definitely a top card printed this year. Uh, green... Green got one that I'm I'm pretty partial to as well, but uh, but Mika Master, like I said, these last two sets have really just sort of just punched Magic for the whole year, sort of well, in the jaw. And said yeah. like, here's the, what are, here's what two having, real sets can do. The idea of having a board wipe that sticks around to still do stuff. It's a board wipe uh, aristocrat. Like it's crazy. I know. Like, but it's a like really powerful enchantment. You know, Vanquish the horde is just like. Well, it kills everything and that's it. But this is like it kills everything. Now it costs a bunch of mana. But then yeah. you get an ability. Yeah. Uh which is just an added bonus. It's very good. I don't have one. It disappoints me how many times the, the price goes up. Cause I should have gotten it on the ground floor there. <laughs> should have invested in Apple early. Uh I do I would like to mention as my, my runner up was Vorpal Sword. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Uh, uh, super fun. I've yet to kill anyone with it. I just got one actually from a buddy of ours. But it, it it's always there. It makes you want to have that eight mana and just be so, like, and I got through when you're dead. I know, I know. Uh, so my uh, my my pick was I had Meat Hook Massacre, but then I was like, oh, Brian's gonna pick it. So uh, the other one is uh, Dothri Voidwalker. Uh, wow, I'm uh, actually shocked that you would pick that. That's such a tryhard card for you. It it is, and again, I have one. Uh, what I like is that uh, sure, exiling everything annoys the hell out of people, um, but killing a creature shouldn't be too difficult. If this was like an enchantment, that'd be way more difficult. Um, but I also like that um, I like the balance in the fact that you can exile everything, but you can't use it until you get greedy, and at which mm. point you sacrifice them, and then you undo that lock. Uh, so I like that choice where. Um, you go, oh, I'll play that. And then later you'll be like, oh, shoot, I should have left it out and stolen something better. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like this is a card people play wrong, but also a card that you rush out because you're afraid someone's going to kill it. So you need to sacrifice it early. And therefore, I think it balances out fairly well. I'll be honest, when we were going, when when you had said it's time for us to do this, I started going through the colors again. And black came out really strong this year like it's it's kind yeah. of incredible how much black got because they they got the two that we mentioned uh rise of the dreadmarn um you have uh for for better or worse whether you like them or not you have turgrid uh like her or not you yeah. have you have all sorts of cards that came out asmodeus which is a favorite of mine um, uh professor onyx geese is really good like i mean it's black came out really really tough tough oh yeah but in comparison it, it... to like where certain colors like green and blue always come out strong, black really, yeah. really pushed it this year. 
White White didn't come out super strong, but they got a little bit. White still White still got good enough, I think. Black, Black probably got the best this year. It was the biggest jump up, I think, from last year. I remember last year yeah. we weren't too impressed. I don't believe with Black, but I might be wrong. It's no, a year ago, so. and it's the middle of COVID, so I don't know. But I, uh, re-li- I re-listened to a bunch of them because I was making that trivia. But I don't. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't feel that we were as impressed. I mean, Green obviously came out as you know. We'll talk about Green in a bit, but uh, worst Black card for you uh, or for it, me? It's... Sorry, sorry. Okay, sure. Uh, worst black card I already mentioned. It is probably Turgard. <laughs> it's mine too. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's only there's, one choice. <laughs> interestingly enough, I've never faced it. Uh, we've never had anyone sit down at our table. Uh, our buddy play. plays only the backside. The backside it's still, only. It's still irritating. It's still super irritating. But uh, Turgard, you can like you don't need to play it to look at that card and say that's a bad design mechanic there for casual at least for like a casual format. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's horrible. Like, like it's supposed to be like it's five, so it takes a while. But yeah. just like, my god, like it's every, like it's all permanence. It's also discard. Yep. Um, like if it was just creatures, it would be or, like yeah. better. Or if you but, chose one type, like on cast, choose a permanent type of that type, you get it. Like sure, yeah. whatever. Uh, but it's, it's just, everything. It does, it's everything. It does too much. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's at the same rarity level as Egon, the God of Death, which is hilarious because that's a terrible card. <laughs> that's, a, so that's, a, that's just a genuinely bad card. Yeah. Uh, and this thing's at the same rarity. Um, yeah. And it's it's mind-blowing. Um, but Turgrid was 100%. There's no way that there was a worse card than that. They looked probably all year. Said... That's probably the worst card printed all year. Yeah, like it, they're like, what if it that betrays was just pushed entirely? <laughs> what if we just made it a command? Made it legendary, <laughs> but it wasn't like a nine drop, <laughs> and it didn't just do creatures. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so bad. Uh, anyway, can't stand that card. Uh, hate it. Uh, <laughs> Let's move. That's on like to, that's uh, like legit. Like like my blue one was like, look, I don't know, but like Turgor yeah. is all, actually awful. <laughs> well, let's move on to your favorite color, Evan, and the color that sure. probably got the least love. I'll be honest, it, it, it definitely did. got the least love. Well, I have sort of two for best, and they're both debatably the best. Um, sure, start us up. So uh, so I went uh, I I went with my first choice here was Tybalt's Trickery. Yeah, very good. Uh, surprisingly, very good uh, because yeah. having a straight counter spell in any color but uh, blue is pretty good. Uh, it's a little too complicated at times, um, but that's red because you have to make them randomly mill and then randomly play a spell. So it's a little bit like uh, Chaos Warp, but uh, one red to counter or counter something and then get screwed because the thing that comes out is even better. Um, it's a very good red card. Uh, it also made them fix Cascade because it broke Cascade accidentally. Yes. Um, because it doesn't say counter target spell you don't control. <laughs> uh, would have fixed the card. But um, I thought this one was great. I got one right away. Um, I, I also, happy, I believe I have to see them expand foil. counter spells. I have a foil in my, uh, in my Zada deck. Um, I also run Chef's Kiss in Zada, but that didn't make my list. Um, no. So, yeah, so that's your favorite. Uh, my favorite was a really tough call um, because there's there's two in my mind of which that is not one or of which, sorry, Tybalt Trickery was not one. Okay. Um, they're both from the same set as Tybalt Trickery, um, but it was Goldspan Dragon and Bergy, and I have to go with Bergy. Yeah, I saw them both, and then I was like, Goldspan really has been more standard than Commander. When you look at the rest of the sets that dropped this year, Red 
didn't come out strong. I mean, Kaldheim it, came out it started okay. really strong for Red. And then like it just Red nothing. was a like, monster in Kaldheim. Like Quakebringer, the worst, oh, yeah. actually, the only bad Red card, uh, really bad Red card, is that mythic god, Torolf, who's just terrible. Um, yes. But Quakebringer, Goldspan, Tibble's Trickery, Bergy, Magda, even. There's like every set's had like a good dragon. Yeah. And then like nothing. Uh, and even like the vampires, like there's like one werewolf that's like decent. Or yeah, that one that does like, the damage like to uh, everything there, the the red one. Yeah, that uh, but they're all just everything. like, yeah, they're all just fine. Like there's no yeah. real good standouts though. No, no, they, they're all they, acceptable. Red, red got you know we got the abrade reprint which we could talk about later. Um, sure, yeah, why not? red, red kind of got kicked in the teeth yeah. a little bit with the again <laughs> with, uh, with how good they came out. <laughs> They have yeah. some cool commanders, but apart from that, like Bergy though is is like a step ahead of the game for most colors. Like that, both for the sides bo- of for Bergy, the boast ability, right? Like yeah, totally. So Bergy, for those of you who don't <laughs> know what it does, it's a three drop on one side that says whenever you cast a red spell or a spell, sorry, you add a red until the end of your turn. You don't lose this mana as steps and phases ends. And then the second part says creatures you control can boast twice, which no one cares. <laughs> no uh, one cares at but all. <laughs> the horn side uh, is a five-drop artifact that says discard a card, exile top two cards of your library. You can play those cards this turn. It's crazy. Yeah. The both of fun. those sides are legitimate, like yeah, perfect cards. Like there's no, I don't find a fault with either of those cards. No, they're pretty good. Uh, and um, then my. My but, shout out to uh, this card I didn't pick was uh, Crackle with Power. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's which a is card. which is a good card. <laughs> yeah, um, you run it. It's not flashy, but it's probably the best X spell ever printed. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Um, worst red card, Evan. Worst. I feel like you're doing a very good job of shouting out my worst cards while you're describing your best. Uh, <laughs> I slightly cheated. Okay. I picked. The back of Torolf. <laughs> Torolf's hammer is the worst mythic in the that entire is, year. That is quite true. That is one of Torolf. hands down the worst card. In like, I don't even think like this oh year. Like God, that is one of the worst so mythics bad. ever printed. I don't know if you could if, find a worse card. If you just look at the back, you'd be like, "This card is so." Why don't horrible. you read the back to them, Evan, and tell so them it's, what it does? <laughs> one in a red for a legendary artifact equipment. It can you can play it as your commander for some reason. Um, equipped creature has one in red and tap unattached Torolf's hammer. It deals three damage to any target. Return return Torolf's hammer to its owner's hand. Equipped creature gets plus three plus zero as long as it's legendary. Equipped one red. <laughs> So, so bad. It's so, so bad. So for six mana, you can return it to your hand and deal three damage. And if you attach it to a legendary creature, it gave power. And if you didn't, it doesn't do anything besides three damage. And you have to tap. So you can't even like attack unless you have vigilance and then like swing oh. throw the hammer. Oof. Like Oof. they put every Oof. downside they Oof. possibly could. So Torof on the other side, you basically just play Blasphemous Act and win, and it's super boring. But his hammer is unbelievably terrible <laughs> it is really like that i uh, i'll be honest uh i tried really hard to find a worse card and i couldn't come close and that was also my choice torolf is yeah. torolf is, is not only the worst like mythic it's the worst god printed it's the worst equipment printed <laughs> it's the worst it's... red card printed like yeah it 
tops the list of every worst this year for me. Like, there's not a time when I would say, yeah, it's better. Yeah, you'd think like Thor, they would put effort into making decent, but no, they didn't. Yeah. The the front side of them is mediocre. Yeah. Uh, these gods, so the thing about, the you, thing just, about you just play Blasphemous Act and you win the game, yeah. and that's it. There's and the no, thing about Kaldheim, no though, fun to it. they made all the gods able to die, which was a cool thing. But it immediately makes them worse than all of the other gods we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like, they want to follow the mythology, but instead, yeah, yeah sort of gods just, can die. But you just forget they're gods. Yeah, you just you, and then you're just like, oh, this guy's just kind of bad unless I run the exact same <laughs> deck, and he only yeah. plays one deck. He only plays Blasphemous Act, like yeah, emulating blast kind of thing, like Starstorm. That's all so you boring. do. <laughs> um, it's 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 effective, but it's the super boring thing. And then his other side has no purpose. Like there's gotcha. zero reason to Absolutely ever play not. that. Side. If someone played that, it's not I would, standard playable. Yeah, I would. It's ask so them bad <laughs> if they know how to play magic. Like I would be that guy. I'd be like, "Do you know what you're doing right now?" If they let you play Torov's Hammer in Popper, I think people still wouldn't play it. No, it's it's terrible. It's terrible <laughs> remover removal. It's like the worst equipment you could run. That stupid. There's that helmet in the same set. That's like uncommon. That's better. Well, every the dwarven, the dwarven hammer. <laughs> the pickaxe that makes treasures is way better. Yeah, yeah, and the pickaxe that make there's so much better <laughs> for nothing in this set uh, compared to that mythic. Like if I pulled that mythic, I would have been so upset, just so upset, oh, so mad. Um, right, move yeah. on to green, so we can stop complaining. Yeah, okay. Or start. Move on or to start. green, so we can stop <laughs> complaining. Yeah, we'll just go to green. The fairest color. Uh, would you like to go first? I think I went I'll, first on the last one. You did. I'll start it up. So, best card in green. Green, of course, like we say every time, is literally <laughs> just jam packed with good cards. It's very difficult to pick what card was the best out of green. Its color identity is the best. Yeah, its color identity is like Evan said, the best. Um, but I think that green for me. Uh, has to go with um, that uh, unnatural growth, the enchantment. <laughs> that was my first pick too. <laughs> yep. All right, you'll get my runner-up just so we can so discuss other things. It's uh, it's an enchantment that's one in four green. First off, the devotion is awesome. Well, if you play so, if you play Nylea and unnatural growth, you now have Nylea on board. <laughs> it's just two cards, oh, yeah. and you can swing with Nylea. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of each combat, double the power and toughness of each creature you control until the end of the turn. So this card was tied with that green flip uh, dude that puts plus one, two plus one, plus one counters on every creature you have. Um, yeah. From Crimson Vows. Uh, but I had to, too. I had to, oh, yeah, the hexproof, the flip ones in, in the vampire sets were stupid. Like the uh, yeah, oh, Averbrook yeah. caretaker. That's what it was called. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I Gross. had to go with unnatural growth, but uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's just such a powerful card. Like it's once I realized it wasn't just card. your combat. I was no, like, this card's hilarious. <laughs> it's in that same vein as uh, last year's uh, a chroma that, that no one really picked up on when she dropped like a lot of people didn't pick yeah. up on the fact that she's every combat and then you play against yeah. her and you're like oh my god i like, can't how do swing, I swing in. through this yeah. yeah and this is the same thing it's like how do i swing through this green deck like this is insane yeah so it's it, i don't own one i did and then i traded it because it was foil uh -huh. and my buddy wanted it 
Um, I have one in my uh, Ghidorah deck, uh, and basically due to devotion, if I don't like flip it with Ghidorah, I can't play the card. <laughs> like, <laughs> it has to be like polymorphed out. <laughs> uh, but that was my pick, so why don't we go with yours? All right. Well, uh, that was my first pick, but just for the sake of it, uh, when I thought you might also pick that one, I put Toski Bear of Secrets out. Such a good uh, card. Love that card legendary, too. First legendary squirrel. It's full of text. It's a 1-1, one, one, which makes it not overpowering, <laughs> even though it's really hard to kill. Um, got everyone excited because uh, squirrels um, became more relevant this year uh, and less relevant because Chatterfang doesn't really care about squirrels. Uh, it's sort of its own own beast over there. Uh, but Toski uh, is, is really fun every time so it's out. I bought a uh, uh, drink called the Crown Royal uh, Peach Tea. Okay. Which is like whiskey and tea. And uh, awful. It you are correct. I just have <laughs> this, I just uh, have uh, like bad Jameson that someone left at my place because they didn't drink. So they're like, you can have this mess. bottle. I've had this bottle for like a year and a half, and I think it's half empty. So it's not carbonated. So you crack it, and then you're oh. taking drinks, and I'm like, oh. Oh no! Oh, no. It to be yeah, yeah, yeah. You expected a bit of carbonation because it's in a can, so I expected to crack yeah, it. Yeah. And like, but then you take that first sip and you're like, oh, mm. I mean, I'm gonna drink it, but I'm not impressed. I feel like, I feel like whiskey in a can is not gonna catch on. <laughs> <laughs> um, worst card. So Evan, uh, before you, before I tell you the worst card, I want you to tell me if you want my worst card, actually bad, or the worst card for Commander. Well, I'm gonna go with the worst color for Commander is the one I picked. Uh, okay. So Don't let's go you with the, the worst one. actual card is the one you picked a giant mythic creature. It is. Okay. So does that giant mythic one. fly? <laughs> no, oh. I don't know which one. Flies. Uh, I picked old green flying. Oh, I almost picked no old Nawbone. <laughs> so I run old Nawbone in my Vorinclex deck, but that's because Vorinclex has no breaks. So um, <laughs> it's a seven drop seven seven flying legendary creature. Such a uh, tryhard card. <laughs> it's you know what green needed on top of oh ramp God. and plus one treasures. plus one counters. It, it didn't needed, have treasures till this year. It not only needed treasure counters, it needed a hell of a lot of treasure counters. I told so whenever, you, green's color identity is being the best. So obviously so, it has to have treasures because you can't be the best without treasures. It's a seven-seven flyer for seven which means that it's a three-hit general if you run it as your commander. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, create that many treasure tokens. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it yeah, would have been perfectly card. fine if it said create a One. treasure token. A for every creature. Yeah, yeah for every creature. That's went, fine. That's fine. They, they went, you know they what? Went, it's not quite good enough for green. Let's we actually put all the restrictions on Toralf's hammer, so we didn't have space to put them on old knobs. So just to compare... I'm gonna throw it back to a white card. So the the legendary wow. <laughs> the legendary if they dragon. They want to know what's wrong with the colors. It's right here. The, it's the exactly legendary how they word these cards. The legendary dragon in D and D, which was the same set old Nawbone. They every color so, got a legend. Yeah. The legendary white dragon was four three flying vigilance, icing death. When it dies, it, it create, wasn't a seven seven. It was not. Uh, create a sword. That you can equip to something that gives it plus two plus oh, and whenever it attacks, tap target creature defending player controls with equip cost of two. That's what the pretty white good. mythic does. That's <laughs> that's pretty good. It's a decent card. It's terrible. Old Gnawbone 
gives you a treasure for every damage you deal to your opponents. <laughs> and it has flying. So and it has it's a flying 7-7 seven, seven for 7. Whereas Ice so and Death is a 4-3 like, for 4. To match it, the white one either needed to like auto-equip uh, or like destroy a creature when it attacked. Tap the whole board? I don't know uh, what you need to do to make that good. Yeah. Um, um, the red one that you play as a general, uh, Inferno of the Staramounts, yeah, it's sure. a 6-6 six, six for 6 with Flying Haste, and you need to give it exactly 20 power to deal 20 damage to any target, which is awesome. Old Knobbone is still a million <laughs> times better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, luckily, the black one's terrible. The black one is terrible. The blue one's not very good either, so. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. Um, so that's mine. That's that. I, I think that's the worst card for Commander. I picked And I run mine. it. I picked mine solely for the delay of game I'm a hypocrite. Oh, here we go. What is for, it? It's uh, if anyone plays this, I'll be like, no, just just stop, just stop <laughs> wasting everyone's time. Oh god! Uh, it is Cultivator Colossus. The uh, I have Colossus. debated it. I have debated it for a land deck, but it's just so. If it's, it's played even, with abundance, it's just it's so the abundance irritating. part. It's the abundance part. And when this dropped, abundance sold out online. I know, and so it's more like on its own. If abundance didn't exist, I'd be like, ah, the card's like pushed and strong, but whatever. But because everyone wants combo with abundance, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, with abundance you can call land when you try to draw off of it. And you flip uh, to auto guarantee to get a land. Then you can get all your lands. Then you can call land again. And the way abundance is worded is you will miss. You will go through the whole deck, and then you can stack your deck, because Abundance says this. Yeah. You put the cards in the bottom in any order you want. Yeah. Um, so you can stack your whole deck in the order you wish, at which point everyone has to sit there and watch you stack your whole deck in the order you want, which is boring for everyone. And why so I I'm going to just this put card. this one out there for anyone who plays in our play group, or if we play online and you play against us, if you're in our Discord or whatever, if you do this, I will just tell the rest of the table, he's dead. Let's keep playing, and well, then we'll having... ignore you for the entirety of the game, like the small child and, that you are. And everyone will agree. We also have had a debate. I think we're calling it an infinite. It's it's a little. It's one of those gray areas, like when Niv Mizzet tries to draw with curiosity. Yeah. So um, the guy, the, one, the argument, one of our friends, argument... did explain to me that you it's a delayed trigger, so you can't actually get anything into your graveyard in between. So it's technically not infinite. You just get all your land. Okay. See, that's the weird. It's it's in that gray area. We're trying yeah. to figure out if it's just super irritating, or if it's infinite. I felt it wasn't infinite, but then you were saying like, oh, it's like curiosity, and you know, we always say like, just because you run out of cards doesn't mean it's, so not, it's, infinite it's not infinite. When a player runs out of life, doesn't mean it stops being infinite. Yeah, um, it's, it's not infinite. It does have a finite ending. But, but this is the kind of asshole move. So first off, this is the kind of move. <laughs> That when you're new to the game or when you're not experienced in the game, this is what you want to do. And then you do it once and you're like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. I don't want to ever yeah. touch this again. Um, Which is a good setup for my uh, one of my worst cards coming up. Oh, perfect. People, people um, do it constantly and it's the exact same logic. <laughs> good, good. Uh, <laughs> it's so, the same old thing and they do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Um, so yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement as well, that that is a really, really bad card. Um, but only uh, in that case, I will say only in that case, yeah, um, in a, in a vacuum fine. But if it just comes into play, I'm fine with that card. It doesn't burn yeah. time, but once you combine it, like everyone in the world tried to do with, <laughs> uh, so with bad. that stupid card, it becomes the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. 
what color? What are we doing now, Evan? You got the plan. Where I was going to do? Let's do. Let's do. Colorless. Colorless. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to start with colorless? My colorless is very easy. Uh, sure. Very uh, easy. It was hard. Colorless had like garbage this year. Like there was like nothing. No, colorless was not difficult at all. Nope. Okay. So uh, mine, mine was a uh, uh, my best was liquid metal torque. Very good card. Uh, because in, card. in red and like shenanigans, we're also talking about destroy any for permits. those listeners here, we're talking about color identity as well. So, yeah, uh, Cody would be considered a multicolored card for us because yes. we're talking about from a commander perspective. Yeah. So, uh, this two drop artifact that can make uh, mana or turn a permanent into an artifact uh, really helps red with removal. Um, like, you know, you can Vandal Blast and then make that enchantment an artifact, <laughs> thus solving your problems. Yeah. Um, it's it's not a flashy card, but uh, I, I really liked it. Uh, it puts in... So I've recently been playing uh, with people who play CDH decks with my Zada deck. Yeah. And I have it in my Zada deck, and it puts in work on a CDH table. I'll be honest. Like, there's there's a lot of, like, artifact removal and picking stuff off, and when you can make anything an artifact, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of discussion, shall we say, going on on those boards. Oh, well, there you oh, go. Yeah, it's you just... turn that into an artifact. I was like, yeah, I can. Well, I could get rid of it. Oh, well, let's talk about what's going to happen here. Yeah, I kind of thought because of it was because it was a two drop uh, mana rock, people would get excited about for it. But it's still kind of flown under the radar. Mm, it it has it has. Um, my your best best colorless card is Wandering Archaic. Yeah, I had that flagged in case you didn't mention it. <laughs> yeah, so there was, I mean, and like you said, I see, I don't agree with what you said, actually. I think there's been so many good artifacts, like Academy Manufacturer, Calder Complete. Uh, we had oh, the, the D&D ones. We had the, the, the Vecna cards that I, like, there's been so many good artifacts. Oh, the Vecna ones aren't good. <laughs> I think they're awesome. No you one know plays what? them. Uh, Evan, you need to shut the... F- you need to get out of here. Get out of my house. Um, when they print Karn next year, we'll be okay. It's You know why we thought that there was no good artifacts? You know why you said that, Evan? I know why, why you said that. Because there weren't any really good artifacts in the last two sets, which were the best two sets. That might be it. Um, I paid more attention to them. Yeah, there was... There was no good artifacts in the, in the Crimson Vow Midnight Hunt. Oh my god, you can uh, barely think of them. The Moon Silver Key was the only one that sort of came to mind. Yeah, that uh, one was okay. That and there was pretty good. There was that weird rock for uh, for werewolves. I can't remember what it's called, but yes, the uh, the manolith that's uh, legendary. There's also the like manolith sack. Like no, no. no, no, no. Oh yeah, it was legendary. the one that yeah, changes yeah. Celestis or whatever. The Celestis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just went to it. Yeah. But yeah, like whatever. So there's there was no good artifacts in the last two sets, which were the best two sets and the ones that we kind of sure. focused on. But I mean, those early That's sets. Bad. I mean, there was even Strixhaven Stadium was a good card. Uh, that was I. I almost picked that one, except I've never been successful with it. <laughs> no one. I don't think anyone has. I don't. I don't you really it's want a, to. <laughs> it's 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 definitely a win condition that people want to do. <laughs> yeah, but that um, it's just like oh, this is really hard to do. <laughs> so uh, so what was your worst card? Uh, my worst one is oh, a card oh, sorry, that... sorry. In case no one uh, knows what a wandering archaic is, it's oh, a yeah. five drop four four. Or <laughs> no, read the card. other side. Read the other side. That's the real side. Uh, <laughs> whenever, whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery, if they don't pay two, you can copy it, choose new targets. The other side says each player looks at the top five cards of the library, reveals a land and or instant or sorcery from among them, put them into their hand. Each player gains three life. Uh, I don't even know. No one casts <laughs> that side ever. Uh, you cast the Warner Archaic and you say, "Go," because yeah, Warner it's a really Archaic, brutal card. 
It's a really super strong. Card. Messes up everyone, except yep. uh, fairly because they can just pay two. Like they can't. Yeah. Whatever. I, that's why I picked it as the best because it is a super strong card that isn't like a broken ass pile of garbage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because like la- last year would just say copy them and have indestructible or something. Yeah, yeah, it'd be Eldrazi on top of it. <laughs> of annihilator uh mine is just because uh i don't know maybe people play this card but i feel like the return on it's pretty bad uh it's treasure chest from uh D. yeah that's a weird one that got uh, played someone played it at my house the other day and i was like what I is know. going on here it's so it's just not it's three to do nothing which is your first problem yes um and then it's four Sacrifice treasure chest, roll a d20. If you get a one, you lose three life at the cost of seven mana. So luckily that doesn't happen very much. Two to nine, you make five treasures, which means you're up. up. Uh, like having five treasures is pretty sweet. Yeah. They're one-time use. Uh, but you had to pay seven to get five treasures, which isn't that efficient. Um, no. T- Ten to 19, you gain three life and draw three cards, which... That's also fine, but like if you wanted mana, you'll be annoyed that you drew cards <laughs> instead. Yeah. <laughs> and then on to 20, you search your library for a card. If it's an artifact card, you might put it into the battlefield, um, which is good, but also never going to happen. So but, uh, it's the just, thing it's with unreliable. That card, it's, one of those, it's one of those cards know, it's, that says... It's too expensive. Yeah, and it, it's one of those cards that, that... And there's been a few over the course of the history of Magic where the right thing never happens when you need it to. Yes, and it's not you like know? there's a lot of D and D cards that are like roll on a one you fail on like a two to ten you get one thing and on a ten and on 15, eleven to twenty you, you do get, whatever yeah, yeah yeah you get two things and on a twenty you get a three and you're like at least I know what I'm getting I just don't know how much but this yeah. one you're like I don't know I could get all the wrong things I, mean, I, could know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting uh, I agree it is it is one of those and again like I said you almost always it's like I have to compare it to poker. Um, you always remember when you get busted on aces, when you have pocket aces and, and someone right, busts yeah. you out. You always remember that. So with this card, you always remember when you didn't get what you wanted. You're like, man, I need this five treasure for some type of trigger. And then you yeah. draw three cards and gain three life. Or you're like, man, I really need three life to stay alive. And then you get five treasure for nothing. Like, you yeah. only are going to remember that. And it's going to stick with you. You're going to be like, this card's trash. Yeah, you're like, maybe I could draw a response. Uh, yeah. draw, create three treasures. Well, yeah. it's not going to help me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, or you roll a 20 and go get an artifact that you don't need. You're like, well, this won't help me at all. I can't save my life with this. Yeah. So, um, uh, I just don't see any point in playing this card. I I agree. I Actually, I'm going to probably put it into my uh, Bruticlide deck because no matter what I roll, it's fine. Um, sure. She doesn't it's care. A, it's a meme deck anyway. Bruticlide? No, I built a makes... I built a real I built a real bird god deck. Oh, usually you just make silly things. Well, my original goal was to make the uh the the searchlight and then sell people mana. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, like for so money sweet. though. Be like yeah. you got a quarter, I'll give you like four mana. Like just like <laughs> just 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 <laughs> but we're in COVID and I can't I can't possibly take other people's cash. Um worst yeah, artifact for me or colorless card. Uh, oddly enough, it came to a coin toss in two Modern Horizons cards. Oh, that's impressive. Uh, yeah, but I had to go with uh, I had to go with the hype card. Uh, I wanted oh. to say Soul Talisman because it's a soul <laughs> ring that's fair, which means <laughs> that it's not a good card. I but instead, so I went with the card that when when Modern Horizons launched, I don't know if you remember, but the hype for this one artifact was huge. People were like, this is going to break CDH. No one's gonna be able to play through this. Uh, this is insane. Oh, the, 
and void then mirror, right? void mirror and then yeah, no one played, played it <laughs> and nothing happened with it it's like such a good card i was like man tron is just dead in the water yeah, like everyone's like now. oh my god this is the end of multiple decks in the format and then everyone's like oh wait i just I, it doesn't matter <laughs> i'll just play it i'll just play a forest it's fine yeah, yeah or i'll just i'll just use a treasure no one cares like none of this matters that's right i forgot so void mirror uh doesn't doesn't care uh, the only time I've ever seen Void Mirror used effectively was I saw a guy in a CDH game at my buddy's wedding uh, drop this on like turn one, and it stopped a few counter spells from the other people. Yeah, and that's its big thing. Is yeah, you know, it stops in a, like, in a stacks deck, it's fine to add to the stack stuff. But, it's a yeah. fine card to throw in, but I mean, the amount of hype online about this and True, like it, yeah. it was, it, it just made it the it worst was, card because. No it was one... probably like 10 or 15 bucks when it launched. You can probably get it for a buck now. Yeah, I think I have an extended art foil one, and it's like $3 or something stupid. Like, <laughs> like nobody plays this it's garbage. It's just bulk now. Yeah, it's 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 a bad card, legitimately. Yeah, I mean, fair. it's not bad, but it's legitimately not a plate card. Um, multicolor. Right. Multicolor. multicolor. I believe uh, you started Artifact. I'll start yeah. Multicolor. So, Did you pick uh, the one I picked? Because you mentioned mine already. Uh, it's like, it's Ink Shield. Yes, mine is also Ink, Ink Shield. Shield. And I mentioned it because it is the it's one of the few exceptional multi multicolor cards, which is really give, weird uh, because because Strixhaven was essentially a multicolored deck, a set, and then when I went through Strixhaven, I realized they just had a bunch of garbage cards. Um, yeah, I know. The 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 dragon, the is it dragon Galazeth was pretty cool. Shadrix yeah, and Belladros were both pretty cool. But, Winter Bloom's pretty good actually, uh, but. Yeah, they're fine, but like it was like, eh, these are all fine. Ink Shield is legitimate, especially if you're playing our form of commander, the one that we tout, the non infinite, sort of more aggro based. Ink Shield is a Teferi's protection for two more mana. It saves your life. Uh, it basically just says win the game next turn. And you win as soon as it passes through, yeah. It also is impressive because it says for each one damage, and it doesn't say one. It has the number one. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. very odd to read. Super usually strange. it's like add one mana, and it's O-N-E. <clears throat> yeah, super um, strange. Super strange. Yeah, Ink Shield, if you have five, is pretty much like, I'll prevent it all. I'll go make 15 flyers and kill you next and turn. And you, like, yeah, <laughs> you die on my end tap. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, usually, I mean, I've, I've played against it three times, and I've played it twice, and it's a scoop. So yeah, when that like resolves... Ink Shield. The, yeah, you beat me next turn. Yeah, Done. The, other, the other side <laughs> says, looks at the top card and says, okay, we're good. Uh, because yeah, um, you, uh, you, there's nothing you can do against it, really. It's when a this huge came card, out, I said I think it was the best card in the set. Oh, 100%. Uh, I, so it, to be fair, though, I do really like Shadrick's uh, Silver Quill, which is the Orzhov Dragon as well that goes along with him. Yeah. Uh, He's kind uh, of right. fun. Shout out to the best meme card. What is uh, the best body, meme card? Body of Research. <laughs> it has failed me every time. Such a bad uh, card. I, I just make nothing, it, There's nothing good about that card. Uh, I played it recently, and I made it like an 80-80 token. Didn't you kill someone I, with it? No, on my next turn, I oh, was like, I will play Chandra's Addiction, and then I checked my mana and realized I didn't have two red. Yep, I remember and this, I was like, and then it oh. died. Yeah, And then someone killed it before the next turn came yeah. around. I was like, god damn it. <laughs> uh, I do want to give a shout out, though, weirdly enough, to a card in the same set um as as ink shield and all the rest of them which is double major which is the simic one copy target yeah. creature spell you control except it isn't legendary if the spell is legendary that's a crazy card that doesn't see it any is. play no um, i know it's weird it's a simic card that probably should be in a lot more decks 
The um, problem is if you don't have a creature, it's useless in your hand. So I think people don't like it for that you, reason. You essentially need to pay two more for your creature because you're copying it. But, but it's you still have to have a creature, and I don't know how Simic possibly draws. No, no, creature. you copy the you copy the spell on the stack. It's not a spell once it resolves. So you cast the creature, I don't know. and then That's you respond I mean. and copy. Yeah. Sure, so you but need if you have a hand, and you have no creature in hand. Yeah, yeah you're useless. Says, Do nothing. <laughs> all right, all right. Ink shield's useless if you don't get swung at. Like, let's come on. That's true. Um, worst, worst uh, multicolored card. I believe you're up uh, first. I am. It is coma. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I so, debated making this one, and then the command zone did their thing, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be that person. I'm done with this card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in all fairness, <laughs> they did show that at, like, the worst. So, Coma, for those of you who don't know, it is the seven drop, which yeah, sounds that's... huge. It sounds crazy. Seven oh, yeah. drop. Uh, it's the seven drop Simic 6-6 six, six Legendary Serpent from uh, Kaldheim. It's essentially the World Serpent. Uh, this spell can't be countered at the beginning of each upkeep. Put a 3-3 three, three Blue Serpent creature token named Coma's Coil into play. Actually, create, yeah. Uh, sacrifice another serpent. Uh, choose one. Tap target permanent. Its abil activated abilities can't be activated this turn. Or coma gains indestructible. So on each player's turn, you get one of these little serpents. Yeah, and then the you can use them to tap it. shit down. You can ice things, or you can give them indestructible. It's the stupidest. And just crush It's everyone. such yeah. a pushed Simic card. And so soon after we got Aisi, it's, it's, it burns me. <laughs> It burns me like it. It actually burns yeah. me oh, to yeah. know that this exists. Like it's just like Simic didn't going. need to be pushed. It didn't need it. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's cool. It makes its own army, and then I was like, yeah. oh, this is just overbearing. Everyone will kill you the moment you set out with it. This isn't fun. <laughs> like I'm yep. not. And I'm and the prismatic bridge takes second place for me. Uh, I do hate that card. I but... ran it, but in a stupid way. You knew my deck. Uh, it was the I... dumbest, but even the dumb way I ran it won. Yes, I know. Like it was, um, it's such so a mine, card. mine technically is a colorless card, but it has a color identity. Is it Cody? Uh, no, it's oh. the World Tree. Oh, I that can't stand this card. Uh, we played against someone who's playing the World Bridge and this, and I was uh, proud of the fact that I destroyed this land every game um, because this was the one that you were saying, oh, you know, same same play. All you do is sack it, get every god, because so, you play god yeah. tribal. There's zero synergies, but you have every god so it's a, play. So it's a, it's a land, for those of you who Comes don't know. Comes to the battlefield it. tap, it taps yeah. for green, as long as you control six or more basic land. Uh, sorry, just six or more lands. Lands, yeah. Lands you control have tap, add one man of any color, and for double Wooberg, sacrifice the world tree, search your library for a number of god cards, put them into the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Yeah, it's just, it's just um, so, so pushed. And everyone plays um, it in a god deck, and uh, you have to destroy it because what else are you supposed to do? You I'd can't like to kill know, the gods when they come out. I'd like to know how much card. the price of this card went up when Golos got banned. Why? I mean, because you would Godos. Be, well, you because go Golos, down, right? No, because I think more people would buy it. Less people probably would have had it in the Golos deck because Golos will bring him in. But I think a lot of people were like, "How do I make this deck work now?" And then they they turn to that card, right? Like, I bet you it I went just, up. I bet you it went up. If anyone plays it, you're like, oh, it's God Tribal. You well, have the most yeah. boring, I mean, boring deck ever. <laughs> first off, unless you're me and you play the Prismatic Bridge, uh, anyone else playing the Prismatic Bridge is pretty much God Tribal. Um, yeah, we played against a guy, and I basically like 
he played like one god and i was like let's see and then he played another god and i was like all right you're playing gods i have to kill you <laughs> yeah um i mean i mean then, he's, then he's... it turned out he was just playing board wipes and then when everyone <laughs> realized that it was just arch enemy except he had so many board wipes just the games went to time because he couldn't do anything because it's gods because no one else yeah. could do anything because he board wiped all the time <laughs> he board wiped constantly but yeah the uh the i blew the... up uh the prismatic bridge uh with i believe a Red elemental blast, amazing. I'm pretty happy with that. But both of those cards, I do agree with. The world tree is very niche, whereas I feel coma is just like a pile yeah, of shit. No matter what you do, that's fair. I just want. And we don't like simic, so I mean, there is there is that. We do have to throw yeah. out the fact that you know, as a podcast, we hate simic. Yes, you know, in general, it's there yes. in general. Uh, simic doesn't do anything good for a casual environment. No. Uh, green tends to not do anything good for a casual environment <laughs> these days, to be honest. But um, it, Simic, especially these these new commanders coming out, are really, really like when they brought out that Salamander commander last year. Yeah, it gave me hope. Like Golvaldrak or whatever his name was. I was like, man, this, is, this day, is like a really fun Simic. One commander. day I'm gonna figure out how to build him. Because I tried to build Simic him. one that doesn't offend me. Yeah, I tried to build him, and then I got a bunch of salamander warriors from people to use as tokens, and then it just turns out it's one of those decks that just like every Simic deck, it turns into Simic good things, right? You just there's yeah, nothing I know, else to because do. you can't you can't figure out what else to do. Yeah, with there's it. nothing else to do. You're just like, well, I gotta have this. Card. I was really hoping they would print a couple salamanders. I was predicting they, they just would have happen. the one, and the Amphib Mutanteer or whatever. And then just some old garbage ones. Yeah, so uh, so now we are on to our next I, topic, which I believe will be I, sets. Uh, no, I have a best and worst commander if you have it. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. And I started the, the color, multicolor, so sure. uh, Evan, you may go. So uh, once again, like last year, I believe I picked uh, Gadira as the best commander because it was the one I built. Yep. Uh, I built Inferno and I built Jadar. I don't really know if they're the best. Uh, Inferno's kind of fun. Jadar's kind of fun, but I can't figure out how to win with it. Um, <laughs> so I had to go with probably, I like, I have to give props to Magic for doing something right. I went with best commander is Tovalar because... They finally made a werewolf, oh, the commander, werewolf commander that works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And I know it's a low bar to say magic. All you had to do was make one. They made one. I mean, they made 12 vampires to one werewolf across the whole two sets. Was it only 12 but legends? I don't know, but there's so many vampires. There had to be more than 12. And then they're like, I'm gonna count we right did now. it. We made a single werewolf commander. Look how great we are. Um, but at least they did that. It's a low bar. But I'm still gonna go with uh, Tovalar, Dire Overlord, uh, is the best because he's the <laughs> he's the most important commander that got printed. <laughs> yeah, maybe there is only twelve. That's just my my guess because, but it's so one sided. I think we talked about this. That yeah, Tovalar uh, Tovalar brought something to that they needed, like you said, a commander, but also like it gave them like an immediate threat. So the other guy, uh, the one from before or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember his goddamn name, but uh, it's terrible, Ulrich terrible. Doesn't like doesn't do anything to advance no. your board state. Whereas no. immediately upon this three drop hitting the field, there's a threat. He keeps flipping them over. There's there's never you don't let up. Like it's a straight aggro deck that just never lets yeah, up. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, it's very good. It's a very well built for for uh, for them. It's it's like I love seeing it. 
I mean, I'm going to get tired of it. There's three of them in our play group, so I'm definitely going to get well, tired of it. Because you can't build a werewolf deck without him. Like, no, he's he's they, now the werewolf. Like, he's the only and, werewolf. And there's not going to be another one until they go to Innistrad again in, like, five years' time. So like, And unfortunately, you are correct. Oh, they're um, going back. These two sets have definitely been successful. <laughs> I don't know if we'll see, like, two years before we go back now. Like, probably in the books already, like, <laughs> fervently true. scrabbling, like, where are we going back? When are we going back? Um, uh, to be so, fair, Innistrad is probably one of the best planes, like just in general. For flavor, it's it's amazing. Like it's it's yeah. a really good plane. I didn't buy into it originally. I I mean, I was playing when Innistrad first dropped, um, because I'm did, not a huge fan of the whole like gothic ship. But like coming, the cards are so I, good, and the story came, was great. I came back to Magic because a buddy of mine discovered a cons- the second conspiracy set, and then Standard was doing the return to Innistrad. And he was like, check out this set. So we played that a bit. And then I learned about Commander. So it, it kind of was responsible for me getting back in. <laughs> um, the best Commander uh, in my book, uh, it was a real, it was a, another real, real humdinger for me here, uh, Evan. And I yeah. don't think you're going to like my choice. <laughs> I feel like I'm not. But I'm going to have to pick it, it anyway. Is, it better it's not be the one I put under worst. Voring Clex, <laughs> Monstrous Raider. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, I forgot that came out. Yeah, it did in Kaldheim. So it uh, personally speaking, I was like I was saying, I've built all the Phyrexian generals that I can. I have 12 Phyrexian generals now. I love the idea of the Phyrexians. I love the whole idea of the infection on a planner level. And I mean it, it harkens back to the original magic, you know, Urza fighting yeah, against this fighting this Yogmoth and these demons. Like Yogmoth's demon was terrible. Like the Phyrexians back in the day were terrible. And if you look uh, at some of those old like Mirage generals who have been turned into Phyrexians, like Mornfen and Gallowbraids and things like that, like Commander Greven Elvec. Yeah, Greven Ilvec, like he is just like they're bad. <laughs> and so but Vorinclex, the original Vorinclex, uh was just such a such a degenerate. I, I yeah, ran we, him as a general. We, talk, we talked about him last episode. Yeah. So so this guy who we talked about last episode too, he's just he's a he's a notch down. But he's still super, super powerful, and I love him. Uh, he's fun because he he makes people salty because so many people play counters. <laughs> but he makes people salty <laughs> really, for the right reasons. He like really he, messes with them. He might he makes people salty because they don't run enough removal. In my book, yes, like, that's all he's not is. the well, old Warren Clex that just locks you out of the game and makes him having. Weak. Yeah, him having haste is pretty key too. it's pretty cool uh but like nothing that he does if you don't run counters or planeswalkers you don't have to worry about yeah and who cares except that he's gonna get big really quick because yeah. obviously your board will though. get big but like that's what yeah. that's what everyone's deck yeah is and that's the, the problem with the other board clicks the old born clicks everyone runs lands <laughs> yeah everyone runs one, not everyone everyone's runs counters <laughs> um but this new born clicks gets powerful that's what green does though regardless yeah. of who you pick as your general you're gonna oh, do that there's green. A, there's a couple that don't. Okay, fine. Like Autumn Willow, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like apart from that, you know, he's gonna get big. But if you don't run what he affects, then it doesn't matter. Someone, someone could better come after us and tell us that Autumn Willow is a t- tier one deck somehow. <laughs> tier, look, I I built a CDH deck. There's someone on that fucking Facebook group who's like, oh, I built man. a CDH level uh, Autumn Willow deck, and then. Uh, uh, I got yeah. I got some good ones for when we read oh, them. I'm so stoked! I'm so stoked for that. Uh, uh, and what's uh, the worst like commander? To, worst? Would you like to say yours on three, two, one, and I'll say the same one? 
I don't know if you're going to do that. It has to be. Okay. Three. There was a whole group trying to mess with you over this card. Oh, is no. Is not that's yours? Not, no, that's not at all. No, 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 no. All right. Well, I'm picking Sith as the Harvester. <laughs> and that only happened because I didn't like the guy. <laughs> yes. There's no, one no, guy I'll throw it out there. The guy who it's... was playing was salty about it. So I'll lay, uh, tell us why. I'll lay the story afterwards. It's a good story. Sure. Uh, Sithis is just... Um whatever that uh that simic one for lands was but now for enchantments for enchantments yeah uh which is fine to have uh Selesnya do it so whenever it's, it's a one two whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield you whenever an enchantment draw, you control enters the battlefield yeah, you draw a card a and life. lose and gain a life sorry gain a life the problem is that it's a two drop yes um where it's also an enchantment other... The other one, yeah, the other one's like a five drop. Uh, the fact that there's a two drop, it comes out really fast. All it does is draw half the enchantments, just dirtle. They don't do anything. Everyone just plays stack pieces and then just doesn't do anything yeah. until they actually draw like the three win cons in the deck. Uh, but since <laughs> they gain life uh, and they draw stacks pieces, it just takes forever. The deck is so painfully slow. <laughs> I so, can't stand it. Uh, I tried to build one. I don't one actually mine this deck. I don't a suggestion that we should uh, we should all show up and play it. Uh, I it's because it. of an incident was, that occurred. I, I was going to play it like auras, and I was like, I can't even get this to work because there's not enough decent so, ones. I'll have to get stacks, and I just don't want to do it. For the for the listeners who who aren't part of our play group, uh, <laughs> we play at a local shop, and a gentleman was playing uh, the Sithis deck, and my yeah. wife was in the group and uh, in the game, and she was on her last legs in the game. This guy was was coming through hard and i was dead and my wife showed me her hand and she had a question about one of the cards so i said oh this is what that does but then i and it's somewhat of my fault for sure i I started to say that your your wife has trouble reading the cards yeah so my wife does have vision (laughs) problems so she does sometimes you do need to say like this is what this card does it's because not just she, asking you no, for no, help. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, she prefers most of the time when I don't, actually. But uh, so anyway, yes. so I explained to her what the card does, and I might have, and I, I, it's not a might. I definitely was like, this can do this. Like, I, I, I walked her through what it could do. I didn't say do anything. Yeah. I just walked her through what the card could exactly do. Yeah. I said, this could affect it like this. So what she had was she had a um, that sixteen sixteen indestructible green thing. She was on Thrawn. Yeah, and, the worm. Imperial yeah. Great Worm. And he was draining her life slowly. So she needed to kill him or or whatever. So she had the ability to kill him next turn. But if he top decked an enchantment, he was top decking. If he top decked an enchantment, he won. So there was a bit of a standoff here. So she was asking me how it worked, and I was sort of like guiding her along the way. And I probably, you know, if it was someone like if it was me and you talking, one hundred percent, someone would be like, someone would be like, man, Evan can figure that shit out himself. But like I said, we're be like, like, go to hell. You can solve your own problem, but well, to you, I would just turn away for sure. But your wife's been playing for like six months. Yeah, she's been playing since last Christmas. She doesn't play too often, and she was asking me like, what do these do? And I pointed out exactly what they do. I walked down exactly what they do and and this um, player took it really well he so he he was fine with it until time was called and he didn't win <laughs> so I missed how that ended okay time was called and then because i was like oh and i even said to him i was like you're, you're fine with this right he's like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah carry on 
And then when time was called, he made a few snarky comments about the fact that I was walking her through her turn and she wasted a lot of time because of it. Blah, 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 blah. In the deck that wastes the most time. And so I actually told him, I turned to him and I said, if you flip over your top card and it's an enchantment, we'll give you, you know, I was keeping score at that point. I was like, I'll give you the game. I'll give you the win. Show me the enchantment and you get the win. I was like, there's no doubt about it. You win on your next turn. Yeah. Sure. And and you you're right. I walked her through like two minutes of talking to her about what goes on. There was a clock, but I said if you can reveal that card and it's an enchantment, take the win, buddy. It's yours. And he refused to do it. He's like, no, whatever, man. So I think he looked at his card and it was not an enchantment. I'm a hundred percent positive. <laughs> but so, then the rumor was you hated his deck. And we're yeah. So <laughs> then another guy in the play group messaged a whole bunch of people who showed up at the tournament and said everyone should build Sithis because Brian hates it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm fine with the gonna... deck. We we're all gonna do it, and then we couldn't get our act together, and then the world shut down. So it's just never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my choice for worst commander, the real worst commander, is Turgrid. But the sure, I, I picked the, it already. <laughs> the choice that I picked as worst commander printed uh, this year was Tiamat because okay. uh, it's a I mean, garbage no. card. Everyone, <laughs> everyone said it was garbage, and then everyone played it for some reason. Yeah, everyone played it I once. I think it's fairly expensive. Cut it from their deck because it's garbage. It's it, like you don't get to bring the dragons out. You just tutor them into your hand, and then you pass turn. Pretty yeah, much. But if you're like, playing Ur-Dragon. But then the, she's not your commander. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tiamat's fine in 99 of an Ur-Dragon deck. It's a wretched commander. A wretched commander. Would you um, pay 14 bu- 15 bucks American for it? I wouldn't pay 15 that's, cents American for it. That's I, what it's going I, for. I would certainly not pay that. Old uh, Knob Bones is 28 American. Oh, really? My old Knob Bones went up then. I'm good. Uh, yeah. Okay. What's our next one? Um, well, uh, stop was, banging was, your mic around. What are you even doing? Are you sorry, dropping I was, lo- I was looking at my phone. Just like. I, I don't think you imitating it afterwards helps the <laughs> listeners. You know, I really uh, know. We were discussing beforehand that this I'm on the old mic we like started doing this podcast on, not uh, Brian's nice mugs. But it seems like the um, the mic picks up more underneath the mic than above it. So yeah, every time weird, I like, got a do weird sound anything over there. on my computer, uh, it picks up. But when I talk into the talk, top of the mic, it doesn't pick up. <laughs> it's so um, weird. Uh, so I was going to say that... Uh, uh, last year we did worst art, uh, but I think Faithless Looting walks away with it this year from the Mystical Archives. Uh, that or um, the one that was actually just stolen. Uh, oh, the, the, the stolen art one. Was that? <laughs> that, uh, was that? Um, I can't remember. It has bolus. It. It's like Dark Pact or something. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, the whole thing I, online I, about it. There was also a really weird card. What, what was that? I, my my it was altar just of... Skimming through it today. Um as we were talking, know. oh, Cradle of Safety has like a baby on it, but it's completely drawn differently. Like I don't know. Oh, let me rattle around while I look that up. On my yeah, phone. yeah, it's a it's a blue a blue card from uh, from Crimson Vows, blue uh, enchantment. Flash enchanted creature enchant creature you control when enters the battlefield. Enchanted creature gains hexproof till end of turn, and it's oh it's, yeah, with the like. But the weird baby in it, it's its just the fact that the art is weirdly drawn compared to the rest of the art in the set. Yeah, it's very like cutesy instead of horrific. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this stands out in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, that's um, not very good. I mean, it's a its a cute baby for sure, but uh, but it, it, it does not work with the set. Um, 
but faithful saluting was really really bad really bad yeah uh did you have a best reprint uh the best re i think a braid was the best reprint Okay, I was going with uh, Cabal Coffers because everyone who had one for 150 bucks now got stuck with a $30 card. Which well, funny. the other thing is, is that it, <laughs> the, the reprint part was kind of shitty, and we didn't touch on this at all because uh, Time Spiral got reprinted. Yeah. So you have Cross and Grip, you have Sliver Legion, you have all that stuff. So I discarded that whole set because I felt it was unfair. Yeah, to fair. to focus on an entire literally an entire <laughs> set of reprints. So yeah, I went with a braid because I thought that that was needed, and it's a really good card. And red uh, wants more of it out there. Yeah, it's a card that should only cost you fifty cents, but yes, not not two or three bucks. It's or not, whatever it's it was. not flashy, but it no. is necessary. Uh, but also, cool. The new art's pretty cool too. The new art is really cool. I mean, they they did a really good job with art here, which is why it was yeah. difficult to even choose. Like, if it wasn't for the for that weird enchantment. I would have just randomly picked any of the fang art because it looked kind of weird. All the yeah. fang stuff All, was kind of most of the weird. mystical archives are kind oh, of weird those were gar- okay. So I don't like the just, yellow. Let's just move on to the worst, worst and best next sets. Year, next so we year we're going to do worst, fact that worst card Strixhaven <laughs> is the worst set of the year. We I, know I, that, right? Yeah, I, it's that. that or Keldheim. It was the early ones. Um, Keldheim was just boring, but Strixhaven. First off, the flavor right out the gate for me. Harry Strix Potter Haven was well. They had to hide Harry Potter. They had to hide it, but everyone knew. <laughs> the, everyone. The knew. Harry Potter uh, secret layer didn't come out. Uh, they have to have considered it. Come there, on. there must have been discussions. There had to have been discussions. There had to be. Like uh, we got Stranger Things. They had, they, fall, they, they had to fall. They had to have fallen through. They had to have fallen through because there's absolutely yeah. no way that they, they would, would let capitalize on this because this is this is. This is Harry Potter, cool. and everyone knows it. And it's like, a shame because, like, Strixhaven, like, has good ideas. I like that Golgari got life gain over just, yeah. like, uh, just graveyard no, shenanigans. The, the uh, token Boros, creation. Boros, Oscar, whatever. Is yeah, like yeah, yeah. Boros. That whole deck so was make, awesome. They make uh, good Boros commanders, but just overall as a set, like, you can barely name more than four cards that came out in it. Just the big ones. Like, no <laughs> one, you know, the, the, the Prismari Command, uh, Ink Shield. Uh, the dragons, and that's about the size of her, you know. Yeah, there's a there's a Golgari one that destroys Professor all, Onyx, like, which looked uh, broken with Chain of Smog that no one plays, like because she's yeah. a six drop. It's like there's a, there's a um, a Golgari one that like destroys small artifacts and enchantments and gets you mana. That one's super good, but like I don't even know what the name of it is. Like uh, players take there it or was what was the um, uh, but like. It's it's very few and just overall you forget half the cards exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was so weird. It was such a it was it was such a forgettable set. <laughs> yeah, Quandrix was, like, was, was like, just yeah. was just Simic like again like didn't didn't really see. It was like Simic tokens though. It was it was like the the fractals, which was a failed yeah. attempt at creating anything that mattered. And Simone uh, was probably the worst general in the bunch, and she was an uncommon. The, the is it one was just is it again? Like it was yeah, barely. There was different. no, there was nothing, there was nothing different about that is it stuff. Uh, Storm killing artist. That's a good card, but with the size of her. Yeah. Um, all but right, I would uh, say Strixhaven is the worst set. I think I would agree with that. Yeah. Now, what's your you favorite have, set? My favorite set, I think, would be Midnight Hunt. Um, yeah. It has to be one of the two, and I feel like Midnight Hunt might just because it came out first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Midnight Hunt has a ton of good cards. It was super good for werewolves, and it was super good for just so much uh, was in it. So many just good cards, but like they weren't like cards that were like 
game breaking, shattering. Like they were well balanced. They were thematic. They were fun. Um, yeah. There's just so much in that set. And Crimson Vow also has stuff. Um, you know, like um, I didn't even pick the the intrepid ones uh, where they come in with counters. They're so uh, that, good. So that good. white one is so good for just being like, yeah, and all my creatures are plus four, plus four. Yep. Um, there's that. There's a cycle in Crimson Vow where you exile a creature from the graveyard. Those are super good too. There's like all of these things hidden in there. Uh, so I think I think Midnight Hunt uh, wins for my favorite. Uh, I I went with the other side, which was Crimson you Vow. Are. Yeah, um, <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, like you already covered Necroduality. I actually prefer the Cemetery Cycle more than the Adversary Cycle. Um, they're both good cycles. They're very. They're both really good cycle. There's no. There's no. There's no if ands or buts about that. Oddly enough, m- uh, Modern Horizons Two is probably personally my favorite set. It was um, a good one. But Crimson go Vow with, uh... is a better set. I feel. Uh, I mean, just overall, uh, the flavor of it and everything like that. Obviously, in a midnight, in a in a in a modern horizon set, there's going to be more powerful cards. But flavorfully, uh, Crimson Vows I felt was was just better. I mean, we got we did get Ragavan and Chatterfang in the uh, modern horizons, but we got the yeah, marriage guess... of two vampires in uh, in. That's true. In we didn't mention Brown. that Ragavan might be the best red card, but once 110 bucks, I'm not considering it. Yeah, and Ragavan is also played <laughs> like, like in that. every format it can be legally played in right now. So like, yeah. it's it's everyone knows it's an amazing card. Um, I, I still don't even consider it like the best, it. but I don't think it's the best red card. I don't. I don't. No. I I love watching people play Ragavan because it's hilarious, and there's yeah. a certain type of person who plays Ragavan who like doesn't care, and it's awesome to watch them play. But uh, <laughs> generally speaking, I I don't even think that Ragavan is the best red card. It's really really good. Uh, and it's an exceptional general, but I still think Bergy yeah. is better. That's fair. Um, uh, Tibble's trickery is I'm more likely to put no deck, so that's why. Yeah, I and Ragavan again, like you said, it's 110 bucks. I'm not going to drop <laughs> it for one of the 99. No. <laughs> I'm not going to build them, so why do I even? Why would I even own one? Um, yeah. But yeah, so that overall, this was a good year for Magic. I think it, it was, was a, much better than last year. I'm hoping yes. next year is similar. Um, I also like the two sets for standard because uh, when they get away from block, there's just like it's just random cards stapled together. Strixhaven yeah. felt that way because it was like, hey, it's two colors, and then like D and D came out, which also could be up there for worst set. D and D was just boring, so they had the opportunity, <laughs> and I did want to talk about this too. Is that we are running a bit long? One, like once we, they threw in, once they threw in the alternate dice in the, oh my god, so. Like, that was fine with me. I was just uh, so yeah, annoying I was just, though. I was just pissed off. You had to use real d20s instead of the the spin downs because yeah, and people are always like, "It's not edge. random." I was like, "It's twenty sides. It's random. Shut the hell up!" Like you just roll the dice. You know? Yeah, you can tell if someone's trying to keep it on one half of the dice. Yeah, and they also have to roll it pretty weird. You can't do that. <laughs> it's a twenty sided dice anyway. Yeah. Um, but the thing with D and D that bothered me the most is I am a giant D and D fan. I played D and D since like nineteen ninety two. I've loved it. Um, I loved the idea of the flavors. Like, so the cards have that text on them where they'll say like, uh, well, whenever you have to make a choice, you know, uh, yeah. what's one of the examples. I'm just scrolling till I find one here. Um, buh, 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 they have like knock the door down. Or yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Or, or, or even like the grim wanderer has like tragic backstory, you know, yeah. cast this spell the... only if a creature died this turn. It's like, that's cool. Even that's the a um, cool thing. Poison basic breath for the green dragon. The basic lands had stories on them. It's like, yeah. so they had titles, Cone of Cold, whenever this happens, roll a d20, like Circle of Death. Like they they had 
terms and things that were said in D and D, and then they all kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> and I was like, I was like, and this could have been better. Like, but I felt like they, it was a, it was a core set, so they, yeah, it, they purposely powered it down. Right? It was, it was fine but because it was supposed to replace it. it replaced M twenty two, so yeah, it did. so it was the power down set. It was the sort of the but core. It, but it, it felt was like, fine, like, but um, it could have been better. Like Strixhaven's problem was like it had all this identity, but then it just got lost as soon as the next set came out. Well, in Strixhaven, because the next set didn't have anything related to like you know Witherbloom being life gain. It's like, well, that's not in D anD D. So, well, if you're going to play new cards, your deck doesn't yeah. work. But also, Strixhaven also lost out in the fact that it had too many identities at once. Yes. Yeah. So fair. it had it had five main identities that you then had to make. So like, if you have Tanazar Quandrix, if you have Quandrix and you have Belladros, you know, Witherbloom, uh, you have those two, where do the mono green cards go? You know, do they go yeah. with Quandrix or do they go with that's where, that's And then when you the, split them up, you you lose a coherency in that in that set. Yeah, but that's where like the multiple sets help because like when that's they what do I mean. like um, when they do But that's where they lost themselves. They'll do, they... they'll do five and you'll be like, okay, and they'll do the other five, but there's still some stuff to do with the other stuff. Yeah, um, so they but that's where they lost themselves they is they tried together. to do too much yeah. at once in in yeah, this I set, agree. and with and that's why Crimson Vow and Midnight Hunt did so well. I think because they managed to say like one's going to be the werewolf and one's going to yeah. be the vampire, even though secretly they were both vampire. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they, they said, had one werewolf. They had the token werewolf. They had a werewolf. You're right. They had a werewolf, but uh, but they, you know, they split it up. Yeah. And also, but, uh, but Midnight they allow for synergies and they build on each other, which is nice to see. And they had a story, so they were yes, able to build true. off of that story. So, like Crimson Vow had the dedication to the wedding and the humans being fed, yeah, to being them, like being Twilight. So everything, everything <laughs> could stem into that, yeah. right? Where it's like, oh, the bride's gown has equipment. The humans are all fodder. That were being was, fed. They didn't have a story. Was, there was like a Voldemort character. There was that's true. There was a story referred to by. There was a small other. boy that was born, and then his parents were killed, and he had a lightning bolt on his forehead. And the Thank one God. who wrote her was a turf. So uh, that's the story, I think, of Strixhaven. Think so too. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we should probably wrap this. We up. We should probably. Yeah, we're we're getting <laughs> rambling now. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. You can find us on Facebook. You just search up EDH Rack. You can email us edhrack.gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon if you'd like to support. I'd like to give a shout out to our new patrons as well. We've picked up a couple. Thank you guys for joining, uh, guys, gals, whoever. Um, I'm not gonna. Sorry, people. I've already. Uh, I've already screwed up. Um, so thank you guys for joining. Feel free to sign up. We always have giveaways. We always have stuff. We we turn that money straight into prizing for uh, our events. Yeah, like like uh, like the sleeves we get. We still have one pack of sleeves left to give out. We have to figure out what to do with them. Uh, I thought I gave I think, them all out. No, we have one pack. We were we haven't done our Patreon-only uh, draw yet. Oh, well, it's a good thing we have new patrons then. It's a good thing you signed up. So uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. You can join our Discord. Uh, just give us a shout, and we will add you and play some games because now we're locked down. Yeah, we, we, t- <laughs> we tend to play when when we can't do anything else and sometimes they happen other times, but, uh, I mean, I feel the rest, like the, our, our fans in the U S especially have kind of drifted back into like a normalcy, it seems. And we're now being yanked back into the lockdown. So it's going to be fun to see what happens here. Uh, but thanks for joining us with this, uh, with this, uh, zoom meeting as Evan bumps his mic around and just kicks it. I don't know what you're doing. Sorry. I was uh, trying to finish off my whiskey. 
Is that what you're, you're just hitting it? Is what you're doing? Uh, we'll no. talk to you guys later. All right, see you later. Peace. Lights up! Put, put, put your lights up! Lights up!